morning after with Ona Pateke and Tabula DTO, Saturday and Sunday from 6 to 9 a.m. But anyway, if you just tuned in, we are in the final hour of the morning after with myself, and of course, Tabile T.T.O. Tabile, please tell them who we're joined by right now. Oh my goodness. We're about to take it to the next level with our guest right now. He currently has a single out doing the absolute most. It's the Basadi, hashtag Basadi We Weeks. His latest EP is out. It's titled Excuse Me for Being Me. It's been in the industry ever since I was in high school coming up dancing and breaking and doing the most and now the music just keeps coming please welcome our second ever guest on the show on the morning after to me how are you doing this morning? <laughs> ah, yo, man, I'm getting. I have to get used to the early mornings again, you know. So you know what? Yesterday when I called to me, yeah. the first thing when I told him the time, I was like, okay, you have to be here at eight a.m. He's like, yo, was yo. I not with yo. you though when you I'm called like, him? Yo. But yeah. was I not? Yeah. Why are you saying it like I wasn't with you? <laughs> no, I'm just speaking about the conversation. Did you guys hear <laughs> even when I answered the phone, how exhausted I sounded? Yeah. Answered the phone. Yeah. What have you been up to? Why are you so exhausted? Ah, man, studio sessions, uh-huh. um, in between interviews as well, um, content making. Because you know at these times Like as artists um, The most important thing for us to do Is make music And also create content mm. And try to put it out there yeah. You know what I'm saying So uh, part of what makes it exhausting Is the, the process of making the music And the content Because like you sh- always feel pressured Because we're not doing shows So mm. we have to keep the content going So that day when shows are back We get booked for shows you know? yeah. If you're an artist And you're not doing content Chances what are you are, doing? You know, you're not gonna be looked at by promoters or the fans. You know what I mean? So yeah, it gets exhausting at times, or, or mentally exhausting. So even mm. phone calls, um, phone always ringing and stuff like that. You're like, you know, it gets to you a little bit as well. But you know, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing. So sometimes, hey, when you answer calls that are not a number, you know, hey, you just tired. You're like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> is that how you felt yesterday? Is that how you felt yesterday? Like before you guys call, I like had five other calls. So I was just like, exhausted. Uh. <laughs> Okay, but that's up, good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good thing too. Yeah. Well, to me, yeah. first things first, before the music, you know, yeah. who is Dumi Tladi? Where did you grow up? Tell us more about your childhood. Yeah, man. Um, I was born and bred uh, Johannesburg. Um, you know, grew up a little bit in Ennerdale, um, a little bit in Shawela. Um, and then, yeah, um, you know, my parents got me out of there and then we moved to Emerantia and then eventually Honeydew. Mm. And then I decided, even with myself, to just stay in, in, in you know, the Northgate area. Mm. The um, North. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> so you've been a North <laughs> but the, boy. But the thing is, the thing is, like, hey, with the Northgate, like, uh, that, that's not, not the real it's North. Not, it's not the real North. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? But um, I did used to stay at an apartment in the North North. And yeah. then I was like, hey, the North got too much traffic. So I was like, hey, let me go to Northgate. There. It's more yeah. chilled. You know what I mean? And also a lot of my peers stay there. So a lot of artists stay, you know, around that area as well. I think it's just the easiest place to also stay, like, uh, especially finance wise. Mm. You know, um, especially at times like this. Yo, 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 it's tough right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? With Corona. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, but also, Dumi Gladi, um, you know, was a dancer. Um, I don't dance anymore. Oh, no yeah, <laughs> you know, the cramping there, the hip hop dancing. J Squad. Yo, yo. That was the time, guys. Yeah, man. So, like, um, you know, music was always my goal since I was a kid. Um, but you know uh, The dancing came along When um, I was discovered By my mentor 
And you know He couldn't help me With the music But he was like Listen man I can you know Train you for dancing So you use it for your music And then I ended up Just taking the dance career Like you know A bit higher than I realized You know what I mean And next thing I know I'm traveling the world With my mentor Like you know So one thing I definitely wish I had though in the music industry, especially now, is that I wish I had a mentor like him in dancing because I feel like I would have went further in music or, mm. or quicker. Let me say that. But at the same time, everything's happening for a reason. I'm glad my career is taking, um, is going the way it's going because, um, you know, I, I feel like years ago I wasn't mentally ready for, mm. for, for the music industry. You know what mm. I mean? I had a bit of a taste and, you know, I went left and right, left and right, left and right. And, you know, now with what's happening, I feel like I'm mentally prepared. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I'm coming with humbleness because before I was young and, you know, arrogant because you're young, you just, ah, I do this myself. I, I do whatever I want, you know. So yeah. now, now that I'm a bit older and, you know, getting these opportunities and, you know, having these songs and training myself, I'm, I'm more understanding of what's going on around me. Yeah. I'm more humble to the people around me. I'm more understanding of what everyone's going through. I don't take things personally with the entertainment industry. Mm. Because a lot of, you know, artists or actors or whoever, you know, when something wrong happens to them or people don't give them opportunities, they think it's about them that it's not. It's everyone's going through whatever they're going through and you just got to stand out and you can't take it personally. You just got to put in your work and not fight for the attention, but fight for the craft because the attention wow. comes when you fight for the craft and make sure your craft is on point. So I that's that. those are lessons that I had to learn um, throughout the entertainment industry from dancing into music. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? So I'm very humble to be where I am right now. I love that. I, I'm, I'm yeah. listening to you speak about to me as a dancer. You know, before you got into music and everything. So your love for music, where did all of that stem from? I feel like it was since I was born. Like mm. my parents told me I was always trying to sing and <laughs> you know rap. And since I was a kid, um, they even used to, um, you know, my dad was a music promoter, so he, mm. um, you know, he 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 loved music. He used to be a DJ as well, so he put like headphone. He used to put headphones over me to stop making me cry. So I was like also the easiest <laughs> baby to raise yeah. because I never really cried because all they did was a cheat code by putting headphones over my. Oh. So music was just always an, a, Another extension of who I am As a human being You know So that was like My soul connection to the world Through music So yeah man um, Yeah that's uh, that's So yeah Music's always just been me <laughs> Yeah as far as I And know. now I heard you speaking Now you're saying um, You've grown a lot In the in, in the entertainment industry And now do you feel like Right now uh, And where you are Are you making I don't want to say like a return But it's almost like A rebirth in the craft mm-hmm. Yeah because like um, Because also like I had gained a little bit Of attention When I entered The music industry With a song called You ain't sh You know Yeah <laughs> Yeah you know yeah. And those times I was just this reb- Rebellious Young You know um, you know, uh, twenty-year-old rapper that's just like doesn't give a crap. You know, it's just like yeah, you know, all the artists they they hate me. They have something yeah. against me. You know, rebellious. You know, and um, yeah. So I got a, a attention in the streets, and you know, the parties, the the alcohol, the the lifestyle, everything was a bit crazy. And mm, you know, I, it, yeah, it was it was very blurry. Yeah. You see, and also because I came into the music, I wasn't fine-tuned into terms of my craft so now there's this hype and what I was supposed to do with that hype is now focus on uh, enhancing the craft but I was so caught up in the hype that I didn't have time to even because I was so caught up in the business side I was like yeah I need to know the business that I forgot about the craft and this is a lesson I need to tell other artists 
you know is that you, you know when you make it in the music industry don't don't always get too lost in the business side the music is mm. what got you there that you know so we some yeah. i got caught up in no the business is important the business is important mm. not realizing that if i don't fix the craft the product mm. then i can't sell the business mm. you know so that's what happened so everything cooled down you know from that hype of that song you know, I didn't know where I was going. Made an album that didn't make sense to me, even because I was rushed by labels like you know Universal and Triple Nine, and you know I left them and try to find myself. And mm-hmm. that's what's been going on for the last two years, three years, just trying to find myself, find my place um, with my music. Mm-hmm. And you know, last year's when I finally discovered that, mm-hmm. and this year's when I finally submit. At the beginning of the year, starting to cement that. You know? nice. Thank you, Zozi. Cement. Yeah. Yeah, cement yourself. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And also, yeah. you know, I want to ask you something because yeah. I've got a lot of friends who want to be rappers. And I always, yeah. I always will tell people that I think it's better, especially when you're new and up coming in the game, I think it's always a yeah. good idea to sign to yeah. a label. As someone who has walked the shoes from being someone who has signed to a label yeah. to, being to, to being independent, mm. what is your advice and stance on? Signing and not signing. Yeah, so um, I really feel like when you sign, especially in this in this day and age, when you sign into a label, I feel like it should be more of a partnership. Um, yeah. When if you and then if you're a starting out artist and you want to get signed, um, you just need to understand that it should be a learning curve. Mm. You should you should just learn from the label. But if you're expecting to be famous, chances are you're not going to be famous with the label. Like that's yeah. the new that's the new taboo now. It's like especially to the artists in the industry. It's like oh, you want to sign to a label? Yeah, you're probably not going to be big. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whoa. So that's the new the new thing. You have a better chance of being huge by not being signed to a label. Mm. So um, because the label does distract you also with the business side. They're all about numbers. Now you start forgetting about the craft. They're all about um, they they don't know. The craft of music yeah. So they're not the people That can guide you A&Rs can only go so far Just to tell you I sound like this Sound like this mm. Oh I see you sound like But they can't actually Build you You know To do that There's certain people In the industry Like a Nota I don't know if you guys Know yeah, a guy called Nota, know Nota. Yeah. He can help yeah. you You know Craft it But it's hard to find Guys like that mm. You know what I'm saying mm. So when if for me If you had to ask me Yo Dumi Would you sign to a label later It would have to be A partnership and you know It has to be a contract That they are held accountable And I have to have A certain level of power Where I don't necessarily Need them Even with my brand I don't mm-hmm. need them They're just an extra assistance You know They help me with paperwork They help me with things That I, want, I don't want to deal with Anymore as an independent There's even paperwork That I do right now That I'm just <laughs> like Damn man like, Why You know yeah, uh, I don't want to do this. I just want to focus on the craft, you know. But for me, the next level would be, um, you know, management. Rather get management, people that can do that for you. Wow. And then if you feel like, damn, I'm so huge that this is a lot for everybody. That's when you sign a deal with uh, with the label as a partnership to help you get out there with your fan base internationally. You know. Listen, we're learning so much about the music yeah. business. Some more with Dumitari a bit later. Just tuned in. I am on Alinabarata Pete again. Of course, I'm rolling with the. T-T-O right here on the morning after on Massive Metro. Mm-hmm. We're live with you all the way until 9 a.m. And yeah, man, it's the first show. We're really, really excited hanging out with Dumi Tladi. We just played uh, your, 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 I think the latest video that is out. Yes, yes, yes. Spotlight. Tell us more about the, 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 the yeah. song. You're telling us off air that... <laughs> It was going through It was doing the most Yeah man um, You know How the video came about Is obviously Lockdown just happened mm-hmm. um, I was promoting Basadi Original mm-hmm. Then lockdown happened I was like Hey man 
what's Yo, gonna happen what's, now? What's happening now? You know, and we were even trying to prepare a music video for Basari, everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And then obviously lockdown happened, so um, I created the song, you know, based on a relationship I was in that was just very toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we we, we both fighting to pr- prove each other wrong, and I realized that hey man, like why are we trying to fight for the spotlight? We're supposed to win together, you mm. know. So that's what the song's about. Um, and yeah, with the music video, we, we decided to shoot that music video because, um, you know, because of the vibe of the song, um, I had a homie that could shoot it in the crib, in my crib. Because yeah. <laughs> lockdown luckily stays in my complex. Mm. You know, at the time, you couldn't move anyway for lockdown. Mm. So I'm like, yo, bro, can you come through to the crib? You know, he's next door. I right, comes through with the camera. We start shooting. Like, we're just creating content. And that's why we made the music video in my crib. And, you know, it was, it was, it was a dope experience being able to adapt to this new world of lockdown. Cause like, you know, all the artists are like, yo, what are we going to do? Who's going to yeah. shoot a music video? Who's going to shoot a, <clears throat> you know, who's going to shoot a, a lockdown music video? And that's what came about. And I'm proud of it. And I'll never regret, you know, uh, making the song and shooting the music video because it, it's at a time that, you know, it was a tough time for all of us as artists. And I really got to challenge my creativity and stuff. Yeah. Mm. That is so amazing. So right now on the line, we have Rouge the Rapper. Rouge, how are you doing? I'm amazing in yourself. Thank you for having me. What's good, TV? <laughs> What's good? What's good? Rouge, you good? <laughs> Rouge, before we, we go even further, I just want to say congratulations on hitting half a million on your yes, track. Sir. Congrats, yo. Thank you so much, guys. Out, I appreciate it. Thank you. And how does that make you feel? I mean, 500,000 views, people think it's a joke. Mm-mm. It's not a yeah, joke, no, sis. No joke. No, not at all. Um, I'm so proud of it. And I know it's going to do the numbers that I wanted. And mm. mainly, what makes me so proud is the fact that, you know, I didn't rely. On, at that time, it wasn't about paid promo. It wasn't about having a massive feature. Um, I literally just had my team and I had my boy. And that song's going to do the numbers it needs to do purely because people loved it. So I'm really proud of that. And oh, uh, uh, what I love about the the entertainment industry and the space that we're in is that it's so easy for us to all collaborate. Like Dumi was saying that his music video was shot by his boy who lives next door and for you you're saying that yeah. it, it, this the, your your career has been basically people coming together to make things work for you i remember being at your album launch and it was like a long list of people who you had to thank because these people actually made yeah. the moment come together and now yes. you have a summer you have a softer sis you have so <laughs> many awards tell us more about like uh, you. your time and your journey in the game um, gosh, you know, you were there from like the job. Um, yeah, I won't lie. It's, it was, it, it is, it's exactly that. It was a journey. Um, it, it really was a whole process of a bunch of no's, a process of people just not giving us the time of day, especially because Pila was a female, regardless of how talented that I was or what I could offer to the industry. But it really also just came down to perseverance. And, um, what I really love what Dumi said was, you know, it wasn't about like right now seeing just how negative things were he really saw you know the cup half full in terms of right now uh, you have to find a place in terms of how can you capitalize how can you be the one to bring something different maybe during a time where people aren't trying to listen to you where people aren't trying to vibe with you where people aren't trying to you know get your music and that's what i did same way as him it really was a process of okay i have to bring something different and i know everyone is expecting you know a girl just to come through and look nice in the music videos, not really rapping, 
say, um, you know, just maybe be a first lady, but I chose not to do that. As much as my journey took longer than, than a lot, I ended up getting to the finish line. And if anything, I ended up reaping the rewards that people could never dream they were getting. So I'm very proud of how far I've come and, you know, how far my journey starts to go. Mm. I really like that, Rouge. I just uh, wanna, I, I wanna, I wanna touch base on uh, female rappers, of course. Like, what's your take on the treatment of women in hip hop community right now? Do you think um, it's much better right now? Do you think you guys are, are respected more now? One hundred percent. Listen, the female rappers right now would not to be played with. I think, if anything, in terms of um, you know monetizing the situation, I think the girls are doing the absolute most. You know what I mean? And I think it'd be crazy not to not to see it. I think it'd be crazy not to also want to be a part of this movement that's happening in terms of the amount of girls from where we started. Where it was just you know myself, a Fifi, Gigi, Nadia. That was it at that point. You know, and now. There's just too many. There's indigos. There's they, there's just too many girls right now that are coming up that are pushing. So it's a really exciting time, and that tells you that a lot of girls are seeing an opening now. They're seeing that it's possible. They're seeing that there's an opportunity to be more than just a female rapper, but just a really dope artist and a really dope collaborator with other females. You know, so it's pretty awesome. And of course, speaking of um, female rappers that we should um, look out for, who do you think we should look out for that we don't know really about, like in terms of a female rapper? Who? Okay. Um, yo, very good question. Okay. There's, <laughs> um, okay. So as I mentioned, there's Indigo Stella. That is one artist. Um, I'm so annoyed because there is this one girl. Um, she's from Cape Town. Um, I, I'll, I'll get her name, but I'm, I'm so nervous that I can't remember it right now. But um, there's this really fire girl from Cape Town, absolutely amazing. She's actually from Zimbabwe originally, um, but she's also doing the absolute most. She even featured on, um, I think it was called Something Rise that Nasty had done for upcoming artists, and she was like one of the females because she literally was that amazing. She could step up to anybody. She could pretty much step up to anybody. Um, so I think right now those are the two. That are doing the most. Also, that other girl. No, that also has about to say Dikalawa as well. Her too. She's also a problem. Um, there's just too many guys. I, I can't lie to you. There's too many. Hannah, that's the girl's name. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. That is the female you guys should look out for. So, Dikalawa, Hannah, Indigo Stella. Yeah. I honestly think that was the new wave of females that are about to do a lot. And it's so dope that you're also keeping an uh, an ear out for them because I think that's one thing that a lot of people, that a lot of new people in the game want. Like we want support. We want you guys to say, guys, I'm hearing this. This is who I'm hearing. This is who I'm hearing. And now as we move mm. forward, um, what is the one message that you want people to know about your music? Because female rap is associated with. I I, I don't want to say it that way, but then people think you guys can't rap as good as the boys. You know what I mean? Oh, nonsense. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, try. Trust me, we know it's, it's nonsense with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, no, I, I think, you know, for me, my, my biggest message right now, especially for the female, the women who are in hip hop, let me stop saying female rappers because that is nonsense. We're over that now. Um, I would say, honestly, the situation is we need to stop relying on the male counterparts in order to give us the chance. I think that has become the biggest problem. We're looking for that cosign and Really, that work has been done for you, especially for all the girls that are coming into the game now. It's been done. 
all of us had to break through those doors so that right now you guys can come through without having any collabs. You know what I mean? In terms of all these um, male counterparts that are needed, you can work with one another. I really commend the likes of Dumi Kladi who didn't see this as let's do a female remix. He saw this as just, listen, there's two females who are fire, who know how to work with one another, who can really add to the song that he already had was, that was doing a lot. And if girls can start seeing that mindset of also being able to work with one another without having to always feature, you know, the male guys and also see that, listen, an Indigo Stella and a Hannah can make a fire song together. Honestly, because that was my come up. My come up wasn't a song that I was able to feature an AKA or a Casper or whoever was hot at that time. I got my because I called up Muesli and we did something that nobody thought could be done. So it's really about relying on ourselves and realizing that we're more than enough in terms of putting our stamp in this industry. It's really, it's, it's really no. okay if you don't feature guys yet. It's really fine. Rely on yourselves and let people realize that females can work together and we can be monetized 100%. That is, that is absolutely I me. Mean, that's powerful. Now let's get into the collaboration with, with Dumi. So Dumi, how did you decide on Rouge. Rouge Why her? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was this uh, There was this chat Myself and my producer Were having You know um, And we were just thinking of um, You know How the remix would go And I was listening to One by One And just listening to like Rouge's flows Because One by One Is my favorite song By her right now mm-hmm. And oh! it, just, <laughs> you know, um, cause I like, actually I have a question with regards to that song, but yeah. continue. Yeah, so one by one, um, I made a song called "Burning Out" with Tabzi. Mm-hmm. You know, so when, I love that yeah, song. So when I heard one by one, I just felt like Rouge and underst- would understand me. Mm. You know, especially mm. with Basari uh, as as a as a remix. You know. And my producer told me like, yo, bro, if you really feel that like, connected to Rouge like that, holla at her, you mm. know what I mean? Mm. And I was just like, ah, let's, let's just go for it, you know what I mean? Mm. So the Rouge kind of gave me that opportunity when, um, her management asked for, um, my boy Costa Titch's number, you know? Yeah. Mm. And that's when I was like, you know what, Dumi, don't be scared. Just holla and say, <laughs> yo, can you be on my song? And then, hey, you know, I said the song and she, you know, she told me that she loved it and then boom. Jumped That's on it, you know it what happened. I mean? So thank you, Roos. Thank you so and much. And for you, Roos, receiving that I'm call so and getting the beat, what was going through your mind? Guys, it was honestly just... Can I actually tell you what happened with that song? Please. And this is what I appreciate. So I got the song and um, I was, you know, he asked me to listen to it. And honestly, I was like, okay, cool. But I had forgotten, right? And... um Honest to God, this is the honest truth. I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it, and I'm, I'm really. If, if someone doesn't keep reminding me, yo, there's, there's all these beats, um, in your email, or you've been sent beats on WhatsApp, I will forget. And um, so he sent me the beat, and I was just driving with my boy. And the beauty of WhatsApp, when people send you things, it just comes onto your media player. So. It literally came onto my um, my media play. It started playing when we were driving, and it legit was that moment of "Yo, who is this? This is fire!" So I legit was scrolling through my WhatsApp, and then I found it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the song I was saying this. Um, I was saying earlier on today," and that was the moment. So um, I called that to me, and it was like, "There's no question to ask." And that for me is honesty. You know what I mean? Um, it's not about necessarily just, okay, we have a great relationship, but I don't believe in the song. I purely believed in the song. It was purely just 
a really great song that I wanted to be a part of. That I, I I wanted to literally go through every single WhatsApp until I found who was on it, just so I could be a part of it. And I feel like that's when you know you have a smash. That's when you know you have something special um, that people just want to listen to because it just makes them feel something. That is so amazing. I'm, I'm, I wanna I wanna actually ask uh, one last question, Rouge, with regards to the song "One by One" featuring AKA. Quite a different sound, I must say, because yeah. I won't lie. The first time when you announced that you are you have collaborated with AKA, people it were was like, you. yeah. And also me, I was like, hi, Lavantuba. Why are they not rapping? So, so please, I'm one of those people. I'm like, huh? Why, why are they I not love rapping? That. I remember, I remember that morning when I got the song. I was expecting a <laughs> dun dun pass for pass for pass, <laughs> and then I got a weekend. Do it. I, I was like, <laughs> okay. But how did that also it collaboration was, come about? It was okay. So obviously, um, you know, AK and I have AK and I have pretty much had a really great relationship for a number of years now. Um, yeah. Obviously, because of like the Badish remix and stuff like that. Mm. So he's always he's always really been a support of my career. Honestly, I know people think this guy is trash at times, but he is the sweetest they just they just don't know it um i've never really had a really horrible experience with this person who has done nothing but support my career when nobody else would um so literally this feature it 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 kind of it was kind of overdue you know what i mean and i knew that i needed a shock factor um i i really needed a shock factor because of the fact that everyone knows i can rap it's done it's there um and I'm, I'm proud of that But there's an evolution That is happening right now I'm not the same artist As Mbongo Zaga I'm not the same artist As The Baddest Remix I'm not the same artist As Dololo You know what I mean And I needed to do this Because of the fact That this project Is not going to be Like the other projects Yes I have my rap supporters You guys are there But this one Is not specifically For you guys This is about now You know Expanding my fan base This is about Getting a whole gr- A whole different group Of people This is about me now being able to play in people's cars play on Sunday play when you're studying the songs that I was making before which I absolutely love and I know is always going to grab people you can only play this at a certain time and I really hope those who are listening this is also just a marketing scheme for you guys to understand that the songs that you also make are also played at a certain time you're not going to play and and, and, um, what's that song in the meantime, yeah. it's <laughs> on a Sunday. You know what I mean? You're not playing it on a Sunday. You're not playing when you're studying. So really also understand that your fans, your core fans will always be there, but they also need to see a growth in you because one day it's also going to get a point where they just see you stagnant and you're not going to be able to expand. And that's why I did it. And when the conversation I had with AKA, um, he was so sweet about it. He literally said, I had to do it. No matter what happens, no matter how people respond, I need a shock factor and I need to show growth because he said he had to do that transition in order to make it to radio and for people to see him as a, just a musician and not just a rapper. And that's when I decided I was going to do it. And I've never hit in so many number ones in one space of time. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so, 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 <laughs> sorry, do you want to say something to me? No, I'm just saying I'm inspired by that because, um, it made me also know that, um, you know, when I made the song, uh, Burning Out with Tabzi, like, mm. at first, also the way people reacted with me, um, you know, I thought I made a wrong decision and in actual fact, 
uh, those type of journeys help me to find a sound that is acceptable to a bigger masses of people. Mm, you know exactly. what I mean? And it's exciting was, for the fans. Yeah, because I also came with a certain niche sound of hip hop, which played specifically at a specific time. And I'm mm. also on that mm. journey of finding music that can reach out to the masses and can be played mm. when you study and etc. etc. Yeah. Mm. Alright um, Okay so So we have a couple of questions For you Let's just ask one yeah. though, Because we can't ask All of them um, I'm guessing you're busy With a new project Right now right Rouge 100% so, We need to talk <laughs> So someone wants to know uh, Why did it take you So long to create This new project And also one collaboration That um, you're excited For people to hear about Honestly because I wasn't ready Point blank period I, I was not ready The project wasn't ready I did not know what sound I was going for I literally saw the sound going exactly like my first project The New Recessions And that's not what I wanted um, There needed to be a growth And I, I needed to finally understand who I was Because when we're talking about sophomore projects Sophomore projects are where you finally know who you are as an artist um, you, know, the, you know, the debut project is really you just introducing yourself And you can play with as many sounds And people are forgiving when it comes to that But the second one is always the hardest Because now you have to top, you know, how far the first one went And, and there has to be something special about the sophomore In order to make people want to be a part of that And finally understand what you were trying to do And that's why it took me so long And, um, you know, I, I just wasn't ready to release mediocre music Music or mediocre projects because I'm not a mediocre artist, um, and I know that you know, especially now, it's, it's very tough for girls in the game to get the recognition they need because of pure laziness. And I didn't want to be a part of that. I wanted to show, listen, there's time being put into this, there's time being put into this project. So when they get it, they're going to be like, we understand. It mm-hmm. finally makes sense why um, you know this project took so long. And as for the features, where do I begin, yo? Um, Gosh, I have too many and I'm so excited from a, a Yemi Alade to a, um, to a Sarkodi, um, to a Moosley, to a Shekinah, to a J something. Mm. These are, Lit. these are mm. things that are already done. To a Tumitadi, to, to a Tumitadi. <laughs> we don't make classes, you know I mean? we don't make it classes. Has to, it has to take time because even to get these features, they weren't going to just jump on anything. I had to make sure that these were amazing songs ama- and the process was there. So, yeah. Wow, oh, Rich. Thank you so much for amazing. making time for us. Um, we really morning. appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Rouge the Rapper on Massive Metro The Morning After. The Morning After with Order Pateke and Tabula TTO Saturday and Sunday from 6 to 9 a.m.